This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We move into our number five of the 10th annual Peace-A-Thon, 105.3thefan.com slash Peaceathon. If you want to check out all of the auction items, you can also donate on there. We would love that as we look to spiral past our record that we set last year for most money raised at a Peaceathon. I am hopeful that we can smash that record. And I'm going to bring on two people right now, one of whom we like, the other of whom we like more because they're helping us out a lot with this. It is Sean Sharif and Brandon Hurtado. Good morning, gentlemen. So which one's which? What have you brought to the table? Mm. My presence? All right. That's that's why we like you. But why we like Brandon better is, first of all, I probably don't need to convince you to go eat at Hurtado because it's delicious. But if you needed more encouragement, he's setting up the dinner with Brian Broaddus. It's sold out. I asked, hey, can we do another one? He said, sure. Why not? Eric Nadell and Derek Holland, we're going to try to set up a dinner. We didn't even need to shop that around. He's like, you should have that at our spot as well. And the cooking class extravaganza at Globe Life Field, correct? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing a cooking class at Globe Life in January. And we're about, I think it's in the midst of those being put on the website right now. I told you there was going to be new stuff today. That last one especially sounds like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. That is, uh, they're gonna, are they going to have to open the roof for that? Uh, so the, <laughs> Or just keep all that permeating inside? <laughs> it gets a little smoky. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, I will add this, Kevin. It is January 13th. Two alcoholic beverages to go along with breakfast and lunch and the class, and it'll be on the dugout. And Sean Sharif has committed to being your plus one well, for that. So you get to go hang go. out with Sharif and uh, the experts in barbecue. You can stop guilting me now, Kevin. <laughs> I thought Sean was going to help me teach the class. Oh, hey, hey. I'm not good. I was telling you, I've been to Brandon's uh, class before, and he does a lot of interactive stuff. So, I I mean, he can call you up anytime. I need to ask Brandon this Ranger question. You're a huge Texas Rangers fan, yet when I see you at the ballpark, you have about 500 people in line. (laughs) Honestly, probably 50 to 150 people. The line at the playoff games were unbelievable. How tough is it for you while you're trying to get everybody their food and everything for you to also take in some of the Ranger game? You know, during the season, it it was about us fulfilling our obligation to the Rangers and Globe Life and more so the fan base feeding people. It's not about watching baseball at that point. You know, I, I got to watch the Rangers win the World Series from my home, and that made all of it worth it. Okay. Now, I think that you guys should have a second spot at Globe Life. I think, obviously, you have a tremendous line. Yes. Everybody wants your food at the game. They go to a Ranger game. I think a lot of people are like, I want to obviously see the Rangers, and I also want to get Hurtado's barbecue while I'm there. Is there anything in the works for 2024 to maybe get something in right field or something behind first base so that that line won't be as long and people can get the food quicker? Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're talking to the Rangers about adding – another stand maybe you know i know that the uh agreement with what's it called the carbock brewing area upstairs they've got like an actual restaurant okay. that, that expires this year so I don't, I don't know if that's a possibility but it's something that we're definitely going to discuss because okay. we we need a bigger boat yeah 
Yeah, put it right in the bullpen, right? Just put uh, put a stand right in the bullpen. The bullpen yeah, be like, guys. hey, if you get this save or get this hold, you can come back. We'll set you up. Yeah. We we got spoiled though, doing the games when we did, like before the doors open, usually or right when the doors open, because I felt bad because people were like, oh man, the food's so good. It's like sometimes I wish the line was a little shorter, and I always say, yeah, they usually bring it to us where we're broadcasting i'm sorry i know that sounds really arrogant but i was like they do and it is freaking yeah. amazing uh, next year we're gonna get those t-shirt guns from the uh you know the girls that shoot out t-shirts yeah. before the game and just load them up with oaxaca dogs yes. <laughs> that's a good idea no potential lawsuit right there i no, like not it. at all what, like what are the most popular things that people order ranger fans at the top three highest sellers number one is the heim hammer, hammer. Yeah. whenever we, we the shank that, the beef shank that was number one and and typically the media people would come try and buy them all before the gates would open and you know i had to like i had to tell some of them hey these are for these are for customers you know and yeah you and guys evan grant went too. in the corner and cried about it <laughs> he did Jeez. Yeah. He, we're he settling all our scores today aren't we <laughs> but uh number two was birria tacos when whenever we had tacos all season long we stopped them in the postseason just so that you know we make them to order and I didn't want to slow down the line any more than we had to. So we, we took those off the menu in lieu of the Oaxaca dog, which was probably number three. That was our, our third biggest seller. And then behind that's probably our beef ribs. Now you're not smoking anything there, right? You we smoke it. everything there. You do? Yeah. Wow. Where's yep. where's the smoker? Well, they just added a, a brand new rotisserie pit from Eminem Barbecue Co. And those guys coincidentally make all of my barbecue pits for our restaurants. Some of the best barbecue pits in the game. And if you look at the Texas Monthly Top 50 list and just look at the top 10 barbecue restaurants in Texas, the majority of them are all using M&M barbecue pits. So the Rangers had been using these guys to service their pits for years and years and years, and they brought on this monstrosity of a, an incredible barbecue pit. I said monstrosity in a good way. It, it looks like a huge baseball. They painted it like an actual baseball. Dang. Cool. And, it, and it's right there uh, behind the – third base area in uh in that little foyer where you can go up and kind of walk outside um they have everything set up right there and, and that's where we cook a lot of our barbecue this season wow. pretty sweet on that's, a big baseball yeah it's great that they already had like they had something invested in there for you to work on man that's great yeah yeah oh. it was it was legit who are the who are the athletes you've come across who have like the most interest in like barbecue are there some rangers or cowboys who are like really into it like I think Pittman was talking about uh, Aikman is always asking about it. Or yeah. I think Joe Rogan hit him up when he first came to town. Who is it for you? Uh, for us, I mean, Josh Young was in the restaurant last week. Wow. I, I got a text message from one of our meat cutters who's a big Rangers fan. And he goes, uh, Josh Young's in the restaurant. What do I do? I was <laughs> like, uh, take his order. Yeah. yeah. Food. <laughs> so he, he sat down and, and he crushed an El Jefe by himself. I mean, he ate like a three-person platter by himself. What's nice. the El Jefe? So it's a sampler platter that we have. It's a third pound of each of our proteins and two sides. So it's literally two pounds of meat, which is more meat than any one person should ever eat. But uh, he, he came in and... Unless you won the World Series. Unless yeah. you won the World Series, yeah, you can eat probably why you, well, you cost him Rookie of the Year, probably. <laughs> probably so. <laughs> and, and he came in and, and they talked to him and they're like, hey, thanks for coming out. And he was like, well, I've been here every week for the last month. And 
no one noticed me until now. Dang. Well, you were wearing your hat down low, and you know, how are we supposed to know you were here? That's how he gets big and strong, yeah. is by eating her tato. A lot of protein. Look at that. That's and he's a funny guy. He signs cards funny. Yeah, he does. Have does you seen the one-on-one card? Oh, my gosh. That's really, so awesome. He did a, so he had one of his rookie cards, and when, while he was doing the signing process, he put gl- glasses and a mustache on himself and wrote one of one on it. And then uh, said, go Rangers and stuff. And so he's created what is now the one-of-one one Josh Young rookie card. I heard you talking about different signatures, and I, I never thought of that. But you guys are probably signature connoisseurs in terms of who has the coolest or most yeah, unique. And who has weird. the worst. And who has the worst. Yeah. yeah and guy, Well, guys are starting to do this. And Josh Young obviously made headlines because they won the World Series. And somebody just recently pulled that card. But uh, guys are starting to kind of... Have fun with their autograph. They'll sign their their autograph the same way, but they'll do extra things on the card. And Tops, uh, who's the main, they're the official uh, MLB card. Obviously, Panini can make them, but they can't put any logos or anything on there. And guys are having fun with their autographs now and really making it fun for collectors that, yeah, you're not just pulling an autograph of, let's say, Josh Young, but he did something unique to this card, too. Like Choppy does number 23 on his. (laughs) Well, what does he do 23 for? He thinks he's, he's a douchebag. <laughs> that's why. I was right. Settling hey, this scores. This is Sean's uh, window. He can do that. That's it's a good point. That, hey, that's the beauty of yeah. this. Now, we're also getting people that are sending in some questions. Yeah, and lots with, of barbecue questions. With some urgency. Takeover. We're taking over the station. Brandon with four exclamation points. What wood should I use for my turkey? I'm an old school stick burner. Mm, I think, you know, if I was cooking in turkey on Thanksgiving, which I am not doing coincidentally for my family, uh, I like post oak. I, I just like the way the post oak burns, but you can always, you don't have to just stick with one kind of wood to cook with. I like to throw in a little bit of pecan, get some pecan Ooh, flavor yeah. in there too. I really like pecan with poultry. But if you're cooking on like a pellet grill, which there's nothing wrong with that, you can mix in, you know, some cherry wood, different <laughs> stuff like that with your, with your pellet. But there's definitely some no-nos, right? Like, one yeah. or two where it's going to taste like... Yeah, I, I don't like using mesquite to smoke with, personally. That's more of a South Texas thing. If I'm going to use mesquite, it's to grill. A lot of people in South Texas will use mesquite wood when they're smoking, and it just it can, it can get a little acrid sometimes and get a little bitter. So I, I prefer fajitas, not to use... Those mesquite with fajitas? I love mesquite grilled fajitas, man. That's my jam. Yeah, that's the way to do that. Somebody also texted in and said, uh, uh, fat side up or down? Ooh. Fat side towards the heat source, and that's the only answer. That's the only answer. Someone says fat it. side up or down, fat side towards the heat source. Cook it on an offset pit, fat side up. If you're cooking on like a pellet grill, you can fat side down if that heat's coming from the bottom. On a barrel pit, you know, those uh, uh, big round barrel pits that you get garbage, that look like a drum. Yeah, yeah fat side down. Because I'm doing the egg. Uh, so that my heat source comes up and around and yeah. kind of, okay, all right. Yeah. So I, there it is. I just learned. All right. So for a big green egg, is there. What what way can we? There's no way to get it like a mill scale or M M&M. and M. Like there's no way the brisket can be the same for us cooking on a big green egg. I mean, you can get pretty close. You you definitely can. And and I, I like the big green eggs. Those ceramic grills hold heat really really well. So you can cook for a really long time without having to keep adding wood to it. You know the the difference is when you're using a mill scale or you're using a big offset pit, you're gonna burn through a ton of wood. It's gonna take a lot of fuel to complete a brisket cook. If you're using a big green egg, you're gonna use 
a quarter maybe of the of the fuel that you'd use on an offset smoker. Yeah, the uh, I, I so I, when I got my egg, it was like a gift from my wife for working really hard, and she was like, "Here you go." That's nice. And I was like, uh, "It was when we got, finally got on middays." W- and, working hardware, uh, right here. <laughs> uh, and so, but she, uh, I was like, "Man, it's like a cheat code. It's just so easy to get it all set up and everything." And then a buddy of mine was like, "Yeah, but you're not cheating good enough if you don't have one of the fans." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" Oh yeah. So I got the Boss Hog uh, or the Pit Boss uh, uh, fan that goes on it and that thing you know i can set it up for my phone i can go to home depot and get some stuff if i need to but one day i was like i'm just gonna see how long i can rock with this thing uh, 36 hours wow. it smoked and i was just like i was going to the store to get other stuff to be like i have to keep cooking on this thing yeah. so it went for 36 hours without ever adding any charcoal to it or anything like that that's, a, that's a good christmas yeah 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 it Ostrich. was awesome <laughs> What did you cook for that long? I, I I did a brisket, and then I started doing, like, again, I got as much chicken as I could. I was doing sausages, and then I, I was like, well, I, I'm i I'm poor, uh, so I also do the poor man's burn-ins, so I get the chuck roast and do the burn-ins that way. Those are good. Yeah, and so that's so I was like, I can just do this all day. So that was th- those were fun and easy to do. Heck, yeah. So this thing, Kevin, versus, like, the temperature fluctuating, you got to keep going outside to check it. It, like, monitors it. And will bore you, yeah. And oh. if it drops, the fan turns on. It like it, it monitors. That's a good Christmas gift. Yeah, it was a wonderful. It was a wonderful idea. And I've I use it all the time. Just even if I just need a, I think the thermometer on the egg sometimes gets all messed up. So I trust that one more because it's in the pit. And you no, guys need to get a Hurtado smoke box for Christmas. Oh, how could this one find look, such a thing? Attack. You go to hoorayGrillco.com/slash/Hurtado-smokebox. We have them available for sale, and you can purchase one. We ship nationwide. It is the ultimate backyard barbecue pit. And I, I've used everything. I've used everything from, you know, Blackstone for griddling to uh, Traeger pellet grills. I have, I've used big green eggs. I've used Weber kettle grills. I love my Weber. This does all of that and more. It's got a rotisserie function, a plancha, everything. It's, it's amazing. Dude. Well, it's that beautiful. does look cool. That is amazing. Since, since this is your, your business, your life, in your free time, do you prefer, I know you were saying not making turkey tomorrow, do you prefer when other people do the cooking, or are you like, no, 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 I'll still, I still got it. No, I'm, I'm the guy that, you know, if, if I'm going to someone's house and they're making burgers, I'm like, hey, can I help? Yeah. You no, know, I, I love to Are you going to flip it? I, yeah. What about now? Can I smash it? I sometimes <laughs> like doing that so I don't have to talk to people. Yeah. Yeah. That's like too. cutting the grass. You go outside, you get away from people. You go outside, you do the cooking, and you don't have to be inside and interact. I Nobody knew I to help you cut the grass. I huh? knew I planned this segment correctly. At 941, I got a segment just for you. And I think you're going to... Uh, you got someone to cut my grass? Uh, no, but I have a segment dictated just for you. I think you're going to love it. From the 956, any updates on the Mansfield location? Yeah, so Mansfield uh, is not going to take a whole lot of time to get going, and I'm hoping that we'll be open by January 15th. Wow. Yeah, that quick is turn. not a whole lot of time. Who, yeah. uh, who amongst this station, when they go out to the Globe, eats the most? Ooh. Who, when you put it down, like they just tear into it? Probably Corey. Corey, yeah, yeah. I'll immediately grab, make sure I'm getting my my worth out of it. Nah. Mike's Mike's the one I that thought always it was Mike. Mike yeah. gets the order done though. Mike always. One time makes you sure guys brought out sure. it, it wasn't at the Globe, but you guys brought it to the Globe for us. You guys had like quail yeah. and like um, the jalapeno, yeah. like the uh, Twinkies. Yeah, like yeah. you guys brought what? out kind of kind you of some there extras. That day. Yeah. yeah, I saw John. Well, Smoltz you had a day off. Well, I didn't know if you're going to come bite. in today. Hey, okay, so hold on, Smoltz. We we had yeah. Joe Davis on, and we were like, "You got to find Hurtado." Yeah. And did they find you? They they linked yeah, up. Yeah, they they. Uh, Jared Sandler actually reached out and had us go up there and take on food, and 
Smoltz ate a Oaxaca dog in one bite. I've never seen anything like it. And he still hated the Rangers. Yeah, after. he kind of wished he would have turned them away. Yeah, yeah I think he's absolutely. getting ready for the next game. <laughs> Outstanding. All right, tell everybody again. I know we went to the grill. How can they, if they're just like, hey, I want to find out where these locations are. I know yeah. Arlington, Fort Worth, now coming up in Mansfield. How can they find you? HurtadoBBQ.com. You can find us on Instagram at HurtadoBBQ, Facebook. Uh, ask Derek Holland. He knows where we're at. Well, He'll direct you. And you should check them out because obviously the food is amazing. Ask millions of baseball fans. Ask us. But also, if you need another ask reason. Ask Marcus Simeon. Yes, ask yeah. Marcus Simeon and John Smoltz is if you need another reason, when we reached out to talk about setting up places for some of these meals, Brandon was like, no problem. Just on the fly this morning when we were setting up these other things, he's yeah. like, yeah, you should definitely do it here. How about also this cooking class? So you've been so helpful with the charity endeavor as well. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you guys. I mean, just this whole season's been incredible, and to have, you know, a, a group of guys like you to come out and support us, even when you don't have to, I mean, that it means a lot. So we're here for you guys as well. Plus, you brought us these sweet ass hats. Mm -hmm, yes, mm -hmm. There you go. You, you don't got mine. I know. Oh. Thanks, Scott Long. You know, you know what? You're helping That's out. Right. We'll make it happen. Coming up next, Sean Sharif's commercials, <laughs> where he's raking it in. And we are supposed to talk with Nick Eatman from DallasCowboys.com. All of it next as part of Peaceathon on 105.3 The Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan as part of the 10th annual Peaceathon. Want to throw your attention real quick. 1053thefan.com slash Peaceathon is you can see the featured items, items with no bids, all items. You can check everything out there. If you want to donate, that would be fantastic. I want to direct you to item number 86. That's a custom My Possibilities Nike Air Force One is Parker Hillis got that done through the NFL My Cause, My Cleats program. Mm -hmm. And so this is the only pair of shoes like this in the world. Yeah, and uh, Parker was at every single piece-a-thon until he went off to go run his own stations. And then so, That's a good point. And uh, actually, I think he came back one year for one of them. Uh, yes. So we always appreciate Parker and appreciate that donation. And right now, on the line, brought to you by the Windstar World Casino and Resort, proud to be the casino of the Dallas Cowboys. Please game responsibly. It is Nick Eatman from DallasCowboys.com. Good morning, sir. Good morning, guys. How are you? Well, good news is you get to talk to us. Bad news, Sean is still here. Yeah, so your thoughts. So you could nope. not escape. Win-win. Just like, just like the Windstar Casino. That's a win-win. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I couldn't it. give you up, Nick. Even on a day off, I couldn't give you up. If it was Patrick, I would have skipped. <laughs> we'll see what happens tomorrow, I guess, huh? Yeah. So... <laughs> Obviously, I would have come in from Mickey too. That is a lie. <laughs> is there is a lot of dis there's been a lot of discussion about Shaq Leonard. How realistic is this discussion, and is this a player that would still make an impact? Maybe not the same impact as once, but an impact on the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it. I mean, I uh, it sounds like he could make an impact, but uh, to answer that part. Um, you got to go through waivers, I believe, is that, if, if that's if that's right. Um, Correct. But yeah, I mean, and I just have a hard time thinking it'll get to get to the Cowboys. If that, I mean, but that is the type of player position, and and I don't know this person, but from a, I mean, it sounds like a type of person you would want. I mean, I know, I know the people in the community relations team would love to, uh, you know, have a guy that says, "Oh, I'm sorry, I just got cut by the team. I'm just going to go deliver turkeys and." You know, and we'll figure it out. I mean, like, I thought that was kind of 
odd, you know, but but also cool at the same time. So, but but as a player, um, yeah, he he's been a great player. Don't know all the details going on there with the Colts. Well, he's not the first player to have some issues there, you know, contract wise. So, um, seems like they could have gotten something for him. So there's got to be more to the story, but just as a as a player to line up and play a position the Cowboys would need, yeah, it seems like a fit. Do you think they would eat the six point one million? Because I think that is what will allow him to get through waivers. Is that six point one yeah. million? You got to pay. Would they? Cons- you got to pay it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's tough because you know a move like that has got to be a long term move, and and that's what they have to figure out. You know, that's why you have. 20 scouts or so. You got to know what's going on with other teams. You got to know with other players and, and what the situation is. Because if it's somebody that you say, "Hey, we'll pay this now," you know, it, it, it kind of reminds me of the move was it Baltimore that made for Roquan Smith with the Bears, and you know they they turned their defense around with a player like that. So um, you know now they traded for him. So it's a little different situation, but you know I, I think it's some if the Cowboys or any team feels like this is a guy that could be a centerpiece. For them, I think you gotta you gotta look into it. Nick Eatman here on the fan is CD okay for tomorrow? He says so. He says I'm fine. I'll be there. So uh, I know Jerry said to you guys that he he thought he was in good shape, and then he said to the media uh, that he wasn't. You know, and and usually you can kind of read the signs there. You know, when a player doesn't t- talk to the media like he normally does throughout the week, then that's when you start thinking, all right, you know, he's get getting more rehab and. Maybe he's not going to be a player, but when they when they put him out there and they say, yeah, you know, as usual, here's C.D. Lamb or here's Dak or who you know whoever you feel like, okay, this is this is happening. When is the last time you can remember the Cowboys as double digit favorites in three straight weeks? Uh, two thousand six uh, against oh. Atlanta, and then no, I'm just kidding. I, no, I was like, uh, wow. I was trying to rip it. Yeah, I, I no, I I don't know. Um, you know, because double digit favorites, I mean. I mean, this is. I'm, I feel like I'm creeping into to Choppy's world here, but but I, you know, I, it's just not. It doesn't happen a lot, and so, you know, it's it's, it's good for the Cowboys. It's going to be. It probably won't be four straight. I, I wouldn't think with Seattle, but um, you know, I do think this team's going to be favored. You know, almost every game the rest of the way. Maybe not at Miami, but but I I think they'll be favored in every game other than that, and that's. That's a good sign for them if they can go and take care of business. I believe a week or two, Sean and RJ told me that you might have scoffed at the idea of C.J. Stroud as an MVP candidate. What say you now? Oh yeah, I, I definitely. I'm still going to scoff. I don't know how. I, I don't. I don't think he is an MVP candidate. I don't think that he could have. Been, do you think he could be on any team and make them to the? You know, like put them in the playoffs. I yeah. mean, I, I, I just yes, don't, I don't he's doing so. it with Houston. They're terrible. <laughs> yeah, but but they're still terrible. I mean, I, like, but are they are they better? All I know is Carolina has yes! one win, and it's Houston. It's it's okay. So so he can be he can be rookie of the year. That's my point. Is he rookie of the year? But is he the best player in the league? Like he could be on any team, and you think he's the best player in the league, and they winning because of him? Do you? I, I do. Do you think okay. Dak is an MVP Both. candidate? No. Okay. All okay. right. I at least I at least feel better about that. No, I, I don't. I don't think Dak is an MVP candidate. I don't think Deron Bland is a is a defensive player of the year candidate either. I'm sorry. I, I don't think that. Uh I think I think that you know and that's just that's just the way then again, I don't vote. I don't know if you guys vote either. I, I mean it's it's yes. the way it is. There's like fifty fifty guys that vote. And so 
I don't always agree with with their vote anyways. I just I just don't think that that CJ Stroud. I think a lot of times I think we put MVP and, and Coach of the Year based off the fact that the media was wrong. They they were absolutely wrong. So the, because they're surprised, then that they say, oh, he's an MVP because I thought they were going to be crap. Well, maybe maybe we just didn't evaluate it correctly. You know, I mean, I don't think he's that. I mean, he's the MVP. I just think that means he's he's way better than you thought he was going to be. Put him as rookie of the year or whatever. But I don't think he's the most valuable player in the league is to to have his team at six and five or whatever whatever they are right now. Six and four. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize for not knowing that team down south. That is the step, step child. They're behind Jacksonville, so that's all that matters. <laughs> Nick, how much better is Washington than Carolina and the Giants? Um, you know, well, I, I don't know if they're better than the Giants <laughs> because they can't beat them. Um, so they've been swept by the Giants. I, I think, but it, but the, none of that matters as far as what matters in Thursday. And I think they will be better on Thursday than than most teams that the Cowboys have played at home. I think this might be the tougher home game they have. I, there's, there's always – I've seen this game, you know, obviously 25 years, and the the opposing team seems to bring it a little bit yes. on Thanksgiving. You know, they, they, they're – it's festive for them too. You know, they, they, they're traveling, short week for them. You know, the world's watching. And they, they, they usually come to play. Um, that's why I thought it was weird to look at the, the Cowboys have never won back-to-back games in, at AT&T Stadium uh, on Thanksgiving. They, they have not won two straights, and it was Texas Stadium and then AT&T. So, um, you know, there's something to be said for that. I, I'm having a hard time picking the game. I mean, I am picking Dallas to win, but I'm having a hard time because Dallas is blowing out everybody at home. But I also think teams play better in this game, so I'm kind of splitting down the middle a little bit. If, if you – are you guys the only ones you remember sitting there with your trip to fan and everything? And you're like, this is an ugly game. The Cowboys aren't playing that well. 2021, they lost to the Raiders. That was the worst game I've yeah. ever seen. They, I, were there 28,000 penalties in that game? They, yes, they yeah. lost. They got destroyed by Washington before that. The year before that, that they lost to Buffalo. And it was last year the Giants, and that was like felt like an ugly game until yeah. like the second half. Like These have been ugly games or losses for the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. True. Uh, yeah, it hasn't been. Haven't been that enjoyable to watch, but um, but we're all going to do it, and it'll be. You know, I think it'll be good. The way the Cowboys are playing right now on offense, especially at home, um, you know, and and Washington's given up more points than anybody in the NFL. Uh, I just I have a hard time thinking the Cowboys aren't going to going to you know eat the forty burger. I know it's a turkey, but I think it's going to be a burger. For are sure. you excited for Reba? For Reba. That's what Jerry said. Reba's playing. <laughs> it's going to be Dolly she's, per- she's performing in 1923. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. And the D-Law to the Ring of Honor. Uh, no, I think – no, no, I'm not. I'm not excited about it. But Dolly, you know, it'll be, it'll be great. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm still excited that I got to ask her a question. You know, I almost broke this whole thing. I don't know if you guys know this. I almost broke this story, like, uh, accidentally – um, about uh, whenever the ACMs were, I got I had to go ask her a question about the Cowboys. So at her press conference, which I was completely out of place with people like Hawkeye and whatever, and everyone calling her Miss Dolly and all that, I just was like, asked her about the Cowboys. And she goes, oh, we love the Cowboys. You love my husband. He's a big fan. And then she looks at her people off to the side. She goes, wait, in fact, can we, can we announce this? And they were like, no, no, no. And like, oh. 
Okay. So oh. she really was about to say, I'm going to be singing at halftime at Thanksgiving. But, um, so yeah, that would, yeah. So I would, I was like, oh, well, that would have been, you know, that would have been cool then. But I think everybody kind of thought that was going to happen. It's going to be cool, though. going to be good for her to do that. Appreciate it very much. Good, sir. Glad we got a chance to talk with you this morning. All right. See you. Y'all have a good time. Love you, Nick. Bye, Nick. See you guys. There you go, Nick Heatman. Coming up next, <laughs> crosstalk with the KMC <laughs> no, masterpiece. We got a whoopee at this time. Though, yes, that Kevin. is true. But instead, <laughs> it's time for the moral compass. Oh, wow. Do you try to avoid your family at all during Thanksgiving? And if so, how? <laughs> Going to cut the grass? 877 After these Sean Sharif commercials. <laughs> On the fan. <laughs> KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. we got Sean Sharif with us. And that's how you do a read, by the way. Coming back, Alec. Well done. Appreciate that. Thank good you. job. That's... Why do you think he's so much better than Peyton? That's good question. Maybe the education. Oh, <laughs> where? I don't know. Where did you go to school? Uh, UTA. UTA. And where did Peyton go? UNT. Yeah, makes go sense. Go Mean Green, baby. Yeah, I thought UNT Bad was ball. like the Syracuse of like North Texas. We deliver, baby. We deliver journalists. Yeah. He's Alec, saying it with confidence, though, you know? I graduated from UTA. You did? Yeah. Never mind. So did Reggie. Ouch. Yep. Well, look at that. Never, never, look I'm at back. that trifecta. Right. We're the three amigos. Can you say unprecedented? Unprecedented. Unprecedented. Mm. What a beast. <laughs> what a beast. They I taught us it. that at UTA. We actually had a class on that. Use it in a sentence. I don't know if America is unprecedented right now. <laughs> I don't think is that, did I do it right? I don't think <laughs> Holy freaking cow. <laughs> Over to you, Derek. No. All right. No. No. Showtime. All right, guys. It's somehow time. My Back to the pick, moon. Somehow my you phone said use it in a sentence. And flagged, my phone flagged that statement. It, yeah. It, it picked it up during the text. I was texting Adrian and flagged it. So I don't know why. You have an iPhone, right? Yeah. I bet they did. Makes sense. Is, so it's time <laughs> for the moral compass. We can well, talk about that, For the too, moral compass, like. 877-881-1053. Sean, I'm really glad that we have you in for this. Do you try to avoid your family at all during Thanksgiving? And if so, how? Because like Mike said, he would go to like a party or cookout or whatever and be like, yeah, no, I'll go over to the grill. Yeah. I don't necessarily need to see all the people. Yeah. Well, I don't have any family here ever. Um, but I see them so rarely. My in-laws are really cool to party with. So yeah. I do not try to avoid them. My father-in-law always wants to drink it up and party during the Cowboy games. Uh, my mother-in-law is entertaining, so no, I, unfortunately, I do not. Uh, but my you wife have to gets say unfortunately. Uh, my wife gets mad when we have get-togethers, and I'm like, "There's two schools of thought on having the food out." And Derek knows this, hosting a lot of people. I want the food. You work all day on it. I want it to be like hot and ready to go. So I'm fine with having we'll people over that. for an hour beforehand, hour and a half, get all liquored up, then eat. She fights me and gets mad that the food isn't just laying out for when they walk in the door. And I'm like, no, it's going to be cold. It's not going to be prepared. So she gets mad when we have company over and I'm in the kitchen, like, cooking and stuff because she thinks she has to then carry all the conversation and the topics 
And um, Ooh, yeah. And and I'm dodging it. Even in the kitchen. I'm like my she's like your back is turned. Do you also does your wife also buy food for a disproportionate amount of people that are actually going to be there? No, that's me. Okay. Way overboard. Oh. I'm, the Bassic family is like that too. I learned that from my grandma. You always want to have oh, so more. much you never want to run out of food. Like yeah. that is so one embarrassing. Of, one of the worst things in the in the world would be inviting people over and running out of food. Yes. That that's, you do not do that. You try to no, no, get it perfect or running, go under? No, no, not, not perfect or under. I'm fine with over as well. My wife buys for scenarios in which she thinks at least three times as many people are coming as are actually coming. Yeah. But I've learned from spending more time with my in-laws, that is the Drummond family way. Depends if you're a leftover person, right? If you're fine with leftovers. you eat are. The, you're a big leftovers guy. I could eat the same thing three or four days no, in a row. No. Other people won't eat leftovers. They throw it yeah. away after the second day. So I'm fine with the leftover. Or I freeze it. I'm a big freezer. I got a second freezer. I got two What's the most important thing you've ever had frozen? Is that that endorsement money? <laughs> Those commercials? Uh, <laughs> most important thing ever yeah. frozen? Maybe like a, like some leftover Wagyu, okay. leftover steak. Okay. Uh, I have a non-food like non question for you. Yeah. Is buying six bath towels for $271 too much? Why is this happening? And what's a bath on sheet? Have we decided? Bath sheet is just bigger, so it would be you know if you want it's it's not like two times the size, but if you ever have like a really big bath towel, that's what they call instead of I didn't know it's called a sheet instead of a towel. So I just looked at it. it's just a lar- larger bath towel. I love how you always search for deals. So I this is thirty five percent off. This He's is even searching for deals in our charity auction. Yeah, I was like, is this on the list? Yeah, no. these towels, but these sheets. This is an Oprah favorite. Her favorite bath towel from Cozy Earth, yeah. and so I do think two seventy one for, for six. six. That's a I'm lot. That's forty five for a towel. Uh, yeah. I'm a little surprised no. you're an Oprah supporter. Well, I'm not a supporter of her. I'm okay. just saying that I do. Wow. She does have She's great. A woman? She does have great <laughs> recommendations though for like sheets, towels. Okay. Ma- my macaroni and cheese recipe that I'll make for Derek Holland one day is from Oprah's favorite. Uh, macaroni and cheese, which comes from a lady uh, in Philadelphia. So okay, forty-five a towel, but forty-five a sheet would be good. Forty-five a towel, no, in my opinion. Yeah, maybe. But Adrian man, knows. but when you have a great bath She's towel, a deal grabber too. You know what I'm saying? Like when you go to nothing against Coles, I love Coles, but if you just get a Coles bath towel. After a while, you're just like, yeah. I, I want a, I want a better towel than this. Now, <laughs> you know, look, Derek lived in five-star hotels. Uh-huh. He he gets great bath towels for his uh, decade or more in Major League Baseball. Aren't the great towels just awesome? I really, yeah, they are. Mike, it feels I don't, good on the skin. I don't think any guys think like that. I think we do that with toilet paper. I think yeah. we can do that yes, with sheets. I off. think you can do that with a shirt. Yeah. I've never Devil been fly. like, wow, this is maybe I need to start yeah. thinking about it more. Because I'm like, this is going to take 20 yeah. seconds. It dries I'm, off. That's all I care about. I don't think yeah. the quality of the bath towel, <laughs> no, I don't think anyone else thinks like that. Okay. My opinion. Maybe yeah. choppy. Corey, you're in a tough position right here yeah. because the question posed is, <laughs> do you ever try to avoid your family at all during Thanksgiving? And if so, how? If you have to pass because of the present circumstances, I might understand. My wife is sitting behind me. Yep. Uh, and? Uh, and? Uh, along with my daughter. <laughs> and um, our next guest. And our next guest. And she's actually been to my house, too, on a day that I've cooked. Uh, and I don't think I avoided anybody by cooking uh, that entire process. So I think I had burn-ins and some sausage and some stuff ready. 
And was it pretty decent? You gonna we did all right? Okay. Oh, uh, she put thumbs down she when, you thumb, turn no, she when you turn around. No, she didn't. Do you have any family members that are kind of cousins or maybe uncles or even kind of maybe further away from that that <laughs> critique your your work? Oh no, no. Everybody usually it's pretty good. Uh, I I again I'm not I'm not kissing butt here. Sean and Dawson have been very helpful. Whenever I ask, hey, what do I do here? They've always been very helpful and and giving me advice. Awesome. And now I got people like Hurtado and and Matt Pittman that I can turn to also. Okay, so. and Sean that, has definitely helped me out a lot too. Yeah. See, and that's excellent. But do you have any family members or anything that would critique any of your wife's work? Um, hey, are you calling out my grandma right now? <laughs> and and their relationship, they've grown closer. Okay, since, uh, gosh, since Kevin, Kevin, was that a thing? <laughs> I thought I had to sit in this chair and be like Mike Wallace from sixty Minutes. I heard that interview Sean, yesterday. Sean, my approach, and now I'm giving away my my the way I do it is if my wife says that she doesn't think she can do something, I always would say, well, Maxine could do that. Maxine, when she was pregnant, she was cooking for ten people <laughs> because my wife's competitive. Yeah, and so I knew if I threw a challenge out yeah. there, that she would take the challenge head first, and she did. Uh, so I'm proud of her for you like the McCarthyist side dishes. Yes, exactly. Getting her inspired, getting well, her going. And Bobby's not interested. <laughs> I, yeah. asked the, I asked the question because Derek specifically, I used to have an uncle-in-law when I pitched who would watch my games on television and then during Thanksgiving time thought it would be a really good idea <laughs> to bring up why don't you throw a curveball like Kenny Rogers? Why don't you cut the ball like Al Leiter? Why don't you throw a changeup like Tom Glavin? And I was like, if I did all those things, I would be the greatest pitcher in baseball. But I was just like, I just don't want to say that to him. So I just kind of avoid the conversation of like the critiquing of my pitching in, in the major That's leagues. Awesome. This is amazing because this has expanded out beyond Thanksgiving excuses. From the 2-1-4, I just tell him I have COVID. I did that last year to miss my stupid third wedding of one of my sister's. Dang. I mean, yikes. Or I say my I mean, wife's a third wedding. So Yeah, I feel like at, at number three, you, you start looking at the, the person going, the you're, you're not doing good on this marriage thing. <laughs> so is that how you look at me? You uh, haven't been married propos- at all. I, I know, but I've been two propos- proposals. Yeah, so if you twice. get engaged, I'm going to be like, let's see if he actually goes to the altar. Because at this point, I don't know. Your commitment to the altar seems to be a little... Suspect. We, we but once you. you get to the altar, I'll be there. We got Derek taken care of. Lucky number three. We got him. We got yes, him. I mean, From if you're going to have maybe. kids, you're getting up there. TikTok, hey, TikTok. Hey, bro, you I can have I'm kids into your 40s. 40. Thank you very 40. much. You can. In <laughs> fact, guys can get a lot of women pregnant even after their 40s. Oh but women in their 40s, there's there can be difficulties with pregnancy. So mm-hmm. his wife's a doctor, so you should listen to him. I'm just saying, and women in their She's 40s can have babies. I blame, but the, there's I, a little bit of more difficulty doing it. I blame the women in Derek's life. He would be, I think, a fantastic father, mm-hmm. fantastic husband. Uh, so it and must you're going to fix that. this with that thing from yesterday. Did you say that thing? <laughs> the conversation. You don't wow. speak you about her like wow. that. The conversation. Wow, look at you already standing that, up for. That's that great. person might be part of our family, the Kevin. conversation. Well, I ain't getting invited, it sounds like. now. I meant we'll never be able to fly American for yeah. any of our trips, but. That MFR ain't real. All right, oh Derek, hey, Derek you could get, if you get married, you have to fly Spirit the rest of your Sorry, life because she's banned on American. Oh. Would you make that trade? Or private jet? Yeah, I don't care about have that. Ever, All right, have you, you ever will. flown Spirit? Yeah. 
No, and I it's won't. That's you have to. You ain't flying no, American. Other, I know there's other airlines. You like guys act Delta. like it's just American or Spirit. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't have made the question as fun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> exactly. Well, you exactly. need to get married here pretty soon, man. <laughs> Mike, he can get a, a younger He's, girl. He can get a 26-year-old. I know. A 30-year-old. I've seen him at Mavs games. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Hold like on, me, I don't you ever. Host. I, don't, I don't. You had such a good segment idea, Kevin. Sorry, I know. Sorry. There was a lot of feedback, but you know. Right. Yeah. Hey, man, that was great though. That was an enjoyable segment. It's I never like, even got like, to answer it. It's like crosstalk all day. It was. He has thirty seconds. Thirty seconds go before we get to the KNC. No, I don't avoid my family. We're good. <laughs> you hey, he's golfing. Well, you don't invite many people. I know most of my family's up north in Ohio, so I don't have to. It's just my parents, and that's it, really. And what are they doing in Ohio this weekend? <laughs> they're going to be watching Michigan take on Ohio State, and but, they're uh, going to dot the I. Is most of your I. family going to dot the I? No. Sean, what are your plans no. for tomorrow? Are you, how are you taking all this in? Going over to my buddy's house. Going over. So wait, you're no not cooking. doing it at your place? No, you're no, not cooking? No, no Sam. No cooking, neither. <laughs> <laughs> That's so why I'm in trouble with Kevin today. Coming He agreed to take part in the Hurtado. Uh, you know what, uh, actually, class. and that is super cool. I really appreciate it. Good job, Sean. Uh, I'm in. Finally did something. And I think we got something with Pittman, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm doing two oh, things, no, no, Kevin. No, we, we just got the seasoning. Kevin, I'm doing rubs. one thing yeah. and some seasoning. I appreciate <laughs> that. I still appreciate it nonetheless.